Hello and welcome to this very special bonus episode of the KDB Review Podcast, brought to you with the help of our very good friends at Sinkly. Now, as I'm sure you know, Sinkly is the name of the company that came out of the merger between the two software giants of CompuSoft and 2020. It now also includes virtual worlds in that suite of products, as well as EQ and Winner, of course. And that all means there is every chance that you're using at least one of their products in your day-to-day business. So what is the Sinkly story? What does it mean for you as users and what's coming in the future as this new entity continues to develop and grow? We're getting the full loan down from Alex Ainge and Ben Roberts. But first... If you want to find out more about Sinkly, its full portfolio of products, which, as you will hear, stretches way beyond just the KBB sector, and you want to find out how it puts the user and customer front and centre, then go along to Sinkly.com for all you need to know. That's Sinkly, C-Y-N-C-L-Y.com. So let's find out all about Sinkly. And as promised, we have Alex Ainge. Hello, Alex. Hi, Andrew. And we have Ben Roberts. Hello, Ben. Hello, Andrew. Hello, welcome to you both. Okay, look, there's a big story here about merging two big businesses together. But let's start with you two and work out what your roles are now in this new organisation. I think we should start with you, Alex, as it could take a good five minutes just to tell us your job title. Exactly, yes. So my job title now is uh, Senior Director, Head of KBF Retail Sales for SMB and the mid-market for EMEA, which means Europe, Middle East, and Africa. And presumably your chief officer in charge of acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I should apply for that role. Okay, so before, in the before times, you were the guy running CompuSoft. In the UK, that's correct. Ben, tell us what your role is now. Well, you might get a bit of an exclusive here, Andrew. Um, oh, I'm going to be in the uh, in the new maker of Sinkly, director for enterprise accounts. So my focus will remain as it was with Virtual Worlds on the suppliers and uh, our relationships with them, and then the um, the large retailer accounts that use the software for design. You're, if you like, the frontline guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, in the before times, you were working for effectively competitive companies. Alex, you're probably the best placed to tell us the background story. How did Sinkly come about? So the company Sinkly was born out of the merge between the former CompuSoft and 2020 companies that between them had over 30 years of experience in their specific markets. And over the course of 12 months or so, we were going around calling our company CompuSoft plus 2020, which is uh, a bit of a mouthful. And we really needed to bring the company together with a, a simple, easy to remember name. And this was the word Syncly, inspired by the words synchronization and simplicity. It expresses the mission of the company to be the ultimate platform for connecting designers, retailers, manufacturers, contractors, and consumers to make their spaces amazing. Okay, that makes sense. I like that. So where does Virtual Worlds come into the story? So Virtual Worlds was an acquisition that was made last year, and we recognized the value that Virtual Worlds could bring to the business, being the market leader within the bathroom sector in the UK for CAD tools and solutions. So it made real sense to our business to bring them into our portfolio of companies. I like it when this kind of consolidation happens. Competition is such an interesting thing. But when people are doing what is clearly very complementary things, sometimes it just seems like an obvious move, even though it's a very competitive environment. Does that make sense? 
Yeah, definitely. And the, the team at Virtual Worlds, they're on a similar journey to the former CompuSoft business. It was very much a family feel business. Um, even at events, whilst we were competitors, we would still talk between us. You know, we're human beings at the end of the day. And yeah, the, the integration's gone really well. As you can see, Ben's here on, on the call today, full of energy and raring to go. So we're in a really good position for the UK market. Just to uh, clarify that, Andrew, I've got usually about a two-hour lifespan in the morning, so <laughs> raring to go for approximately 120 minutes. Okay, well, well, we'll keep it nice and short for you. Talk to me, Ben, about the technical aspects of this a little bit, because anyone who's ever tried to get a phone to talk to a computer or to get their laptop to sign on to a, like a public Wi-Fi, it's a total nightmare. What's it like trying to integrate the technical aspects of software companies together? How do you even get your head around it? Integration in in any area is isn't straightforward, and there's there's always complications. But there's sort of two sides to things. There's there's the application side of things, and getting our um, various different parts of the overall Synchly suite now to talk to each other, and that is the goal, which I'll come back to in a second. But then also there's the human side, like Alex has talked about, and there's integrating parts of the business and and making sure that we don't overlap, and you know we're not competing internally with each other. So as far as the software goes. And the technical side of of serving our customers best, it's about making sure that the products that we have available to people, they serve those customer bases to the very best of their abilities. And I think Syncly's objective really, and, and the reason that Virtual Worlds has come into the mix as well, is that they're very keen to make sure that the products under their portfolio are ones that serve their customer bases the best. And they are products that are absolutely vital to the day-to-day businesses of their customers. So we've done that in the bathroom industry for a long time, but we've always been, we were always an underdog and we were always stretched trying to compete on lots of different fronts. We always had fantastic success in the bathroom industry, but not necessarily managed to stretch that into other areas. And we've, we've always been spread thin trying to compete in those areas. But what Syncly's vision is, is to make sure that they have the best products in each of those niche markets. So Winner for Kitchens has established itself as the tool for the kitchen market and Virtual Worlds has done the same for bathrooms. So what we need to do now is make sure that all of the other business tools in those day-to-day operations for our mutual customers, they can talk to each other in the most effective way. And, and that's the challenge now of taking the software in that way. And you'll see that with the integration with EQ that we'll probably talk about a bit more later on. Yeah, it does seem like all these things are such a natural fit together. Let's look at what the setup of it all is. How is it all going to join together? Who is responsible for what? Which brands are going to do what? Okay, so I'm just going to come back to the previous point there and just add a little more insight. So historically, as we discussed, we had CompuSoft 2020 operating out of multiple geographies with localized offices. And this was the the basis of our business and, and, and how we've collectively grown over the years. One thing that's instrumentally changed during the last 18 or so months is the fact that we've gone from more of a localized business to a function-led business. And what this means is that we are then scalable. So when we have uh, acquisitions of businesses, you have expertise throughout the business that take care of the relevant facets. So as we said at the start, my new title, um, specifically around sales, the same with Ben, we have experts in data, in IT, in technical support, customer success, and each of those parts join together to create that seamless 
um, integration. So I think it's important to get that point across of, of how we can scale our business and how our customers are going to be looked after in the future. Yeah, and I think that's what makes this such an interesting exercise. As I say, because it's all such a natural fit and you guys have the expertise to join it all together, the ultimate goal, I guess, is that customers don't ever even notice. That is the ultimate goal. We try and do as much as we can in the background so that it's business as usual and they get the service that they expect. What are the different channels and how are the different brands that people know now? How are they going to all slot together? So we have multiple products across the group. We're a global organization, many of which the customers in the UK may not even be aware of. We have solutions from ProMob in South America. We have FreeCAD, which is a manufacturing solution that uh, we brought to the UK last year. We have Winner, which is uh, specifically catering for the kitchen side of the market. We have Virtual Worlds in the UK. We then have Inno Plus and Simply Plan across Europe because whilst we've taken the decision to focus um, on virtual worlds in the UK, those products are still actively available throughout mainland Europe, are still being developed and supported. We have the, the integrations between uh, Winner and EQ, which is catering for the more component side of the market within the UK. Now we're just about to launch the integration between Virtual Worlds and EQ, which is going to add a lot of value to our customers being able to use the, the best bathroom solution on the market, accompanied by the best in class business management tool. We have further integration with tools like uh, Ideal Spaces and Design at Web, which are more online specific solutions. That's what I find so fascinating about it, because obviously all of these products have been developed in isolation from each other. And the challenge for you guys now, which is you know, a very creative challenge, is how you make them all fall under one roof, come under one platform. And I guess the ultimate aim is that you'll be able to switch back and forth between all these things pretty seamlessly. That's one of the, the beauties of now being a function-led business, because what you're doing, you're, you're bringing like-minded people together so that the developers are one team. So whilst they have their specific products that they're developing, there's lots of information sharing, idea sharing. They're working collectively across the globe to get the best out of our solutions and look at uh, future evolutions. Just on the EQ integration with Virtual Worlds, that's massive. For a long time, we've known that all of our customers in the UK that used virtual worlds to design bathrooms, the vast majority used EQ to quote an order. And what they're essentially doing, while they were being treated as competitors, which they weren't in a you know in a functional sense, but they were in terms of how they were sold and, and marketed, then what that meant for people day to day was that design and quotation were completely separate operations. And you would do them essentially as as like a rerun of, of the other. So whichever you were doing first, you were then repeating the whole process again in the other system. Imagine the amount of time our retail customers will now save with the products that they already have, by the way. So this isn't additional charges. This is then just a benefit immediately for all of those customers in the integration that the first thing we've gone and done is make sure that their design system works with their quotation system and then they can start the process from eq and immediately launch a design in virtual worlds and then they can do it the opposite way around too so they can design in virtual worlds and immediately take all of the products in that design across to the quotation in eq and process that order so that's a huge benefit from simply us getting together we're not using that as an opportunity to then immediately ask for more money we're just delivering that as an immediate customer benefit and that's 
that's a huge thing for the bathroom market. Yeah, and especially if they can then switch back into winner, do the kitchen, it all goes into EQ all in one go. It just makes people's lives much easier, particularly because you learn the shortcuts on one thing and then you've got to learn the shortcuts on something else. I mean, it all makes perfect sense when you put it like that. Let's stick with you, Ben, for a minute. Let's expand on that a little bit about what it means for the people using these packages here and now. What are they seeing? What are they going to see in the near future? Well, the key thing is that what we're very aware of is people have bought our products across the portfolio for specific reasons and because of their USPs and and the way they make their lives better and and their sales process work. So you're not going to see across the board a change in how everything's done to make everything line up from the user perspective. It's about ensuring that the things that people love about all of those pieces of software remain and are enhanced But what we do from behind the scenes side is we make sure that all of the expertise that Alex has touched on that we have now globally are focused on making everything run more effectively and efficiently in the background. Well, the really exciting thing and the the EQ and virtual worlds is just a starting point for what's possible. But the really exciting thing that you're you're then starting to see already in, in other pieces of software within the Syncly portfolio is that we'll be able to take some of the great bits from other pieces of software and enable those to work within their sisters and brothers in the portfolio. So there are things that people love about virtual worlds for bathrooms that we could take elements from and make them available for for other markets. And the same for, if you think about the, the bedroom market, there are things that are crucial for designing furniture in bedrooms that would be really valuable in the kitchen market. What we are able to do then across the group is we're able to look at certain functions within our software and say, this would be really valuable if it was enabled over here. That's a really exciting part of the process. But then the other is just about making the journey for consumers smooth and complete right the way from inspiration stage to the actual purchase stage. And again, by making sure that we have the right products in each step of that process and helping them start to talk to each other, we can then make that journey seamless and make sure that there's no dropping off point for retailers with their their customers. So we're embarking on what's a really exciting journey. When we were virtual worlds, there were always big gaps in the process that we were desperate to try and fill, but we we were just spread too thin to do that. Whereas as Alex has mentioned before, we can now, we have expertise in every area that means that we can all focus on one specific job role and make sure that all of those bits of the, the journey fit in together for the software and then for our customers. And talking about our expertise, we're obviously on this call today about the KBB industry, but Syncly is much more than this. We broadened our scope. We are focused on windows, doors and glass, manufacturing Uh, We've recently moved into the flooring software sector. So we're broadening our horizons, not just focusing on our traditional KBB markets. And what that does is you're, you're bringing a complete new diversity, ways of thinking that will help to evolve further products um, as we move into the future. The likes of Mosaic, RFMS, FDS, these are products that customers in the UK within the KBB sector are probably not aware of, but could be in the coming years. So I mean, it's important to get that point across that we're not just KBB focused anymore. We're much bigger than this. 
You know what I'm, I'm really liking about everything that you're saying is that you're very much working from the, the user and the customer backwards here. You know, you are not working from the software developer forwards. You're really understanding what it is people of how people are going to actually use this stuff on a day-to-day basis and how this merger can enhance what they do and help what they do rather than make what they do more complicated. Exactly. We're looking at how we can improve our customers' design experience, the the consumer buying experience, how we can save them time, save them money. And there is a constant evolution with our products. We recently launched Winner Flex across the UK, which came at the perfect time with the pandemic, people having to work from home or or remotely. Uh, We had a solution where people were able to access and share information Uh, from any location. So we really have some of the best tools in the world. Uh, We we can say this now, given this, this scope of our business. It's funny that you mentioned it because the experience of the pandemic, I think, opened so many people's minds to how technology can help them run their business in a way that they probably really hadn't considered before. They like what they like, they know the things that they know, and they don't really want to change what they do very much. But that experience made them suddenly look to a wider horizon of, of what technology can do to make their lives easier rather than the complicated, don't you think? Yeah, so we, we had uh, support for our customers. We know that Virtual Worlds had similar offerings. The one that really hit home was the design at web solution that we gave our customers access to, which meant that consumers could go onto a website, start planning, uh, send that information directly into the system. There was no need for any manual inputs. Uh, this was a technology we've been working on many years. And there was also the cloud functionalities like Showcase 360, where you could visualize in the customer's home. So you could send the design straight to the consumer. They could open up the application and look on their their phone from the safety of their own home and view how the new uh, living space would look. I feel like within our industry, as bad as it was, the pandemic really helped change people's mindsets on how they run their business, how they use software and solutions to maximize their outputs. Let's look to the future a little bit again here. You talked a lot about some of the other things you've got coming on stream, but are there more acquisitions in the pipeline? Are we? Have you got your eye on other packages and things that you think, okay, that, that's very popular too. Let's bring that into this portfolio as well. What are your goals and aims for this? So our, our focus is on customer growth and going forward, we'll continue to invest to create greater value for our customers. This is first and foremost. In terms of acquisitions, We will continue to explore opportunities that allow us to broaden our offering to our customers or evolve our technology to shape the future needs of the industry. So as as I stated previously, if uh, there is a solution that fills a, a gap in the market, then of course, it's something that will be of interest to us. And for you, Ben, as the person who goes out and talks to people, this must be so exciting for you to have this story to tell. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, like I've sort of said before, at Virtual Worlds, we were an underdog. We were always punching above our weight, and we were having to be essentially a guerrilla-style operation in the marketplace. And what we can almost do now is breathe out a little bit to say we do have the power and the expertise behind us to actually go and make sure we fulfill some of these objectives that we've that we've talked about and the goals for the future. There's always a fear, I think, that we would stretch ourselves too thin and we would promise big things that we couldn't see through. And I think that fear has been removed because, you know, we really do have 
not just the expertise and, and infrastructure behind us to, to go and do them, but the reason Virtual Worlds was brought into the mix in the first place is because, you know, of how we've managed to establish ourselves as a cutting edge element of the KBB software industry. For us to be able to deliver some of the things that we've started and the big thing that I would say is coming imminently that's really exciting for, for the industry is, is virtual display space. And what we're going to be able to do now is essentially deliver a new channel to market for the KBB industry by saying that you will be able to publish displays as a supplier, as a brand, into showrooms that complement the physical displays. And those virtual displays can be anything that you imagine. You're not limited now by the physical parameters of, of a showroom. You can imagine your brand and present your brand however you want to. And you're not even restricted by what you would be in a brochure or on a, a web page where you have to see all of the product in one shot because virtual reality space is 3D. You, you can see it from all angles. You can explore all over the place and it can also be vast. You can offer different product options within a small space to emphasize how a, you know, a real person's home works. Or you can go to the opposite extreme and you can imagine your products in whatever setting you make or they feel at home and, and that the brand presents their products in the best way. So that's something that is tangible that the retail industry will be able to, to benefit from and multiply the footprint of their physical showrooms and ensure that their customers don't have to go elsewhere to see product. So it's, it's as powerful a tool in a small business as it is in a, a big business where there's lots of product choice and everyone should be able to benefit from, uh, from that being available. I mean, it is so exciting. As someone who loves this kind of stuff, I do find this stuff so interesting and so exciting. And I presume you've already gone out and bought one of those Apple Vision Pro headsets on expenses, have you? <laughs> yeah, the, um, it might take a while to process that claim. About <laughs> three and a half grand's worth of, of ski goggles. But the, the potential, as you say, is absolutely limitless. Uh, and that's what I find so exciting about it. And now that you have this organisation which can put some resource behind this kind of development, it's so interesting. And, and as I say, it's so important that you're doing that development from the customer backwards. Uh, and that's what makes it so interesting. There is one important question I need to ask you, though, both chaps. And again, this is a question I've been asking everybody on the on the podcast this series, and you two are no exception. And, and it's going to be interesting to see if you agree now that you're all one company. I'm going to start with you, Alex. Are you ready? Okay, let's go for it. What is your baked potato filling of choice? I'm a simple guy. Cheese. <laughs> Just cheese? No beans? Using butter. Cheesy butter, man. Okay, all right, that's fair enough. That's a classic. Ben, what about you? Well, if you're saying of choice, then you're talking about our dream version of the jacket potato, are you? Well, if you were going to go into a cafe today for your lunch and get a baked potato, what would you have in it? Okay, if I was going to go into a cafe, then it would be it'd be tuna mayo with um, with some spring onion, and yeah, I'd probably I'd probably keep it cold filling, lots of butter. Well, what's interesting about that is clearly you've got the classic contrast there of the cheese or the tuna mayo. I mean, that is a classic conflict. The addition of the spring onions is quite interesting. I find that's very. I live in London. 
was trying to stay alive, Andrew. That was just throwing some greenery in there. <laughs> well, I'm just glad neither of you said coleslaw because some people have said coleslaw, and quite frankly, that's that should be outlawed. What's equally good about this is we've talked about baked potatoes almost as long as we've talked about an entire merger of your companies. So you know, it just shows what a what a debate this is. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Alex, Ben, thank you so much for your time. It's going to be so interesting to see what direction you guys end up with, uh, and I can't wait to make sure when you when something new comes out, I'm the first to know. For sure. So brilliant. Thanks for your time, chaps. Thank you, Andrew. Cheers, Andrew.